This is Maureen Alfrey. This is Caleb Hanks. And I'm Jason McClellan. We're about to get spooky on another episode of the Rogue Planet Podcast. Looks like this planet is next in line. From world to world, making everyone stupid. My God, they're like flying televisions. This is the Rogue Planet Podcast, taking you straight into the future, but sorta. So what if I love a robot? It's not hurting anybody. Listen, you internet nerd. Westing. Greetings, people of Earth, and welcome to the Rogue Planet Podcast. We are, again, doing a special October edition of the podcast. We're getting spooky. We're talking about scary and mysterious things. We always do, I guess, but a little more so because it's October. And before we get into our scary and spooky stuff, let's check in with Maureen and see where you are, Maureen. Give us an update. You're still on the road. How long has it been? Like three weeks now? Three and a half weeks. Wow. I'm I'm nearing up to a month. Um. So I'm in some really, I didn't even stay here. I drove down this place, like I'm near Long Beach, Washington, but right now I'm in a teeny little town called Ocean Park that's like five buildings and then in a general store parking lot. <laughs> Do you have a favorite place so far that you've been? Um, I, I think still, still for in Canyon. So yesterday I was at this really awesome place called, um, hiking around called Dead Man's Cove in Washington. And, uh, that was pretty cool. You can't actually go down to the beach there. It's kind of closed off. Only dead men can hang out there, apparently, um, which is a little bit of a bummer, but that's probably what makes it so cool looking. Yeah, uh, and you probably don't want to join them yet. I mean, that would kind of ruin your trip. Yeah, yeah, a little bit. There Being alive is essential to traveling. It is, it is. Because once you're a ghost, usually it's, it's, like, it's harder to be non-residual you know, you're, you can't travel as easy. You're well, stuck to one haunting. If you had died to uh, check that place out, that would have been your greatest paranormal adventure on this trip, Maureen. It sure would have been. But I guess we're glad you're not dead. paranormal adventure so. ever. <laughs> yeah. then, if, then if we I'll wanted to hang out with you, we'd have to get Zach Bagans to take us. Do you guys know who I'm talking about? Yes. Yeah, of course we do. <laughs> I, I like... I like to refer to them as douchebaggin. Yes. Yeah, God, yes. it was just, it's so easy. It's right there. <laughs> yeah, I know. So how, how much longer so, do you have on your trip, Maureen? I don't know. <laughs> A couple nights. Uh, I could either get back, you know, this weekend or Monday or something. I don't know. I'm kind of, I'm a little spacey today, so Damn. bear with me. All right. And if we lose you, uh, that is why, because you are... Out and about, like you were last week, um, and relying on cell phone reception. So and limited cell phone battery. Limited, yeah. All right. So just be aware, people. If we lose Maureen, sorry, but uh, we'll go on without her. All right. Well, I am excited for this week because, like last week, we're going to talk about a movie and a monster. So I guess let's do the monster of the week first. And Caleb, this was your pick, so why don't you go ahead and go into it? Tell us about the monster of the week. Uh, if if anybody follows me on Twitter, which I'm not sure if they do anymore, uh, you know that I have a weird obsession with this week's monster because it is the famed Chupacabra. And I don't know why, but I just kind of 
I, I have a, a spiritual connection with Chupacabra. It is my spirit animal. Um, it and, and I are one and the same. And uh, I just wanted to, I wanted to bring to light Chupacabra because I feel like it's a highly, highly underrated cryptid because it is so amorphous in its physical description to the populace because some people think it's a dog. Some people think it is a um, reptilian winged alien with a lizard tongue. Um, but I found out in a very weird way another uh, different look for the Chupacabra this week. And as I was telling you guys a little bit before when we were messaging, I have a, a, a kind of funny story about Chupacabra I'd like to tell you guys. So, Go for it. Um, and, and Maureen, I can't wait to hear the flack from this. Um, so from you. Um, <clears throat> so... Every once in a while, when I've been like working all day and I'm just bored and I've been up all night because I'm like a super insomniac, I am like, God, I just need to like talk to people. I need to be, I need to interact with humans because I, I like shut myself off and just work all day sometimes. And so one place that I go because it is just always happening is I jump on Second Life every once in a while. Are you guys familiar with this program? Yes. Yep. Yeah, um, so I roll into Second Life, I'm winding down, I'm having a couple of beers, and so I'm just, like, talking to random people, just seeing, like, hey, what's going on, everybody? And so I get on this big kick of, like, all my chupacabras in the house say what? And all these people are like, why does this guy keep talking about chupacabra? But I keep it going and keep it going. So finally, this random person on Second Life is like, hold on a second, and they literally, like, went to the big, like, avatar store where you can basically just buy different bodies, and this person found this chupacabra body, and they bought it for me and sent it to me. And so I put on this, like, chupacabra suit, and it is this hysterical, weird little goblin thing. I, I don't know if I have a picture of it, but I could probably find one. But, dude, it was one of the funniest things I've ever seen. Not to mention when, you, when you've had a couple of drinks and everything is, like, elevated in humor. So here I am, like, running around Second Life as this fat little goblin chupacabra. And it seriously, like, I was in tears. I was laughing so hard. I'm not really sure if everybody in Second Life was appreciating what was happening. Probably but not. Um, while I was there, because, well, I guess people did appreciate it because they thought I, it was funny. They made me the, um, they made me, like, the mayor of the town wherever I was in Second Life as chupacabra. As wild and crazy as that story sounds, um, I'm sure some people listening probably know this about you, but for everybody else, that scene actually plays out a lot in Caleb's real life. <laughs> that is just a normal night out on the town going to bars with Caleb Hanks. Yeah, pretty much. I always end up getting into something, I, I won't say epic, but I'll say interesting. So what is it well, about... I just want to make sure... Oh. I was just making sure that you weren't actually just drinking beers in Second Life. You were having beers at home while <laughs> your Second Life character is drinking fake beer. Well, see, this is, this is the loophole. Fake drunk? Yeah, this, this is the loophole. They say that if you drink by yourself, you're an alcoholic. But if, we, if you drink with people, then you're not. So in the digital age, if you drink by yourself, but you're talking to people on the Internet, you're not alone. Oh, God. <laughs> yeah, you will get flack for me later from that. So, Caleb, what <laughs> it, what is it about 
chupacabra that appeals to you so much? Why is chupacabra your spirit animal? T- talk more about your appeal to this cryptid. Well, it's because he loves sucking goats. I, yeah, it loves to suck goats. Uh, and, it makes and, sense and, now. Well, I, I can't say that I like to do that. But what I will say is chupacabra really appeals to me because I remember the first time I ever saw anything about it on TV – it was the most ridiculous thing I'd ever heard. So, like, as I see it, they're describing it as this, like, green reptilian alien with these spines all over its back. It has wings. It, it, it sucks the, gut, or the brains out of goats with a tube tongue. And then people saw it, like, getting, like, beamed up into a UFO. And I was just like, this is, like, the most sci-fi, B-movie horrible sounding creature that anybody's ever reported existing on on real in real life and uh i just thought god this thing has why can't it be real and um and so ever since then i've just like thought it was so ridiculous and so hysterical and it's kind of put me on a path of like (laughs) searching for the true chupacabra and i was always bummed out when it started coming uh out that Chupacabra was this mangy dog character because to me it was never it never was that and I don't really know how that uh, got propagated but yeah man I'm sure that you guys being I mean I guess you were a little closer to like New Mexico when you guys were both living in Phoenix but uh, did you ever have much of a of a Chupacabra reporting or sighting around that area since you were closer <laughs> to like the New Mexico Texas area uh, I think there were there were a lot of news reports about chupacabra sightings but i think that the majority of the time it was people believing they caught you know video footage and this was mostly reports out of new mexico probably but 90 you know, percent of the time again it was like dogs with or coyotes with mange probably and i mean i think that that depiction is easily explainable like a lot of the videos are but yeah i'd like to see this uh or maybe i wouldn't like to see this uh, goblin-y, reptilian-looking creature. I myself have never seen a chupacabra. Yeah, I mean, we did see, you know, the the reports out of Texas um, would make the news in Phoenix periodically. Um, but yeah, the, those were more of the, you know, the, the the Texas, the the U.S. version of what has been called chupacabra. And punk rock cryptozoology researcher Nick Redfern loves to rant about this, about how whatever it is in Texas and in other parts of the world, it gets grouped in with chupacabra, and it's a completely different creature. You know, yeah. the, these things, they depict them as, as dogs. And, and even those, uh, Nick likes to uh, point out that in his extensive research that he's done on chupacabra and these other animals that get called chupacabra, um, these other dog type creatures, although some are could or could be uh, just coyotes with mange, he points out that some of these creatures that have been found and dissected and studied are are raccoons, sort of <laughs> are sort of coyote like, but. Unlike animals with mange, these things are completely hairless. Even their young are completely hairless. They're not like spotchy and splotchy and and scratched where like a, a dog with mange would would scratch itself and cause its hair to fall out in patches. They're completely hairless. Even the young are hairless. Um, they have different sized front and back legs. Um, sort of a different animal, different 
physical characteristics characteristics from a coyote. So not entirely sure what those are, but he points out those aren't chupacabra. And another fascinating thing about chupacabra is that it's kind of hard to believe. It seems like chupacabras always existed. Like I've always seems like I've always known about chupacabra, um, but really chupacabra. The, the myth of Chupacabra really just started and that name in 1995. So not, not too long ago. It's a fairly recent uh, cryptid, but stories of Chupacabra-like beings, you know, their, their accounts back to the seventies. So something sucking goat blood and, and uh, walking around like a monkey with wings on its back legs. Uh, I don't know. Really bizarre creature. Definitely. Lots of accounts of this thing, primarily in Puerto Rico. Um, I think I would like to see one, but maybe not because it sounds terrifying. Yeah, my <clears throat> my brother and I, Micah being uh, the, um, and for those listeners at home, I'm sure you all know my brother Micah Hanks of the Grayling Report. Uh, he and I have spoken a lot about these reports of when you find like uh, bovine or goats and they've got, you know, their their brains sucked out. There's a lot of, and I'm sure you guys have heard these theories as well, as far as like the idea that if government wanted to test and see if like, I don't know, chemicals or something were being uh, plotted around the farm areas and things like that, that they, the government would come in and test these animals and they would basically just go and not tell anybody what they were doing and kill these things and take samples of their, their uh, you know, brain tissue or whatever uh and then blame it on aliens or chupacabra and so they can completely claim deniability uh to any sort of thing so in my opinion i don't think that's necessarily what's happening down in in like mexico and texas and, and new mexico but if a similar situation were going on i really wouldn't be surprised because that to me sounds a little bit more plausible than you know aliens coming down or chupacabra really being around that being said i would totally be excited if chupacabra were real but it just seems kind of uh from from the animal from the fauna i have seen on earth so far i think it would be a bit far-fetched so that's all i gotta say well a lot of people have seen chupacabra caleb so well screw them (laughs) i want to see it but apparently it's just not christmas morning for me it is a fascinating yeah. creature. Uh, lots of conflicting reports out there from witnesses and people with uh, stories that have been told to them um, through many people who claim to have seen Chupacabra. But for anybody wanting to read more about Chupacabra and some of the complicated history of it, um, Nick Redfern does a really good job. He's personally gone to Puerto Rico several times specifically to investigate Chupacabra. Some fascinating stuff there, so check out Nick Redfern's work on that. All right, let's move on to our movie for the week. We've decided that during the month of October, every week, we're selecting a movie sort of on the in the horror genre in honor of Halloween and the creepy month of October. So, uh, Maureen, bring us into this week's movie. So, this is really <clears throat> kind of terrible movie, but Caleb already said he loves it, but it's oddly entertaining. Um, I unfortunately didn't get a chance to rewatch it because I didn't get service, but I watched this a couple of years ago. And uh, it's a Norwegian sort of sound footage film that looks like it fell right out of um, the sci-fi channel 
original programming lineup called The Troll Hunter. And it's a group of uh, young people who are going through this area where there's allegedly been troll sightings and trying to capture a troll. And of course, as you can imagine, all hell breaks loose. Um, with my favorite line in the movie being, Troll! That is a good line. And, and then after, after he says that, they're like, "Did what did he say back there? Um, what do you think he said? He said troll. Troll! <laughs> troll! <laughs> yeah, there's a bunch of college students, film, film students in college, and they're making a documentary. I don't, it's unclear if they're there because they know this or they've heard this guy is like thinks trolls are real and goes out and hunts trolls or if they're trying to do a documentary about this guy because he's a, a suspected bear poacher um they really don't introduce that a lot but they find out that this guy is going after trolls they keep tracking him down following him he gets pissed off but eventually says okay you can follow me but do what i say yeah, they eventually see a troll for themselves, and they start believing. And, uh, man, trolls are really ugly. That's what I learned from this movie. Yeah. I mean, as far as sound footage films go, they're usually really crappy. Um, but if I, I, I think that maybe just because it was foreign, they did a better job on it a little bit. I'm not big know. on what, foreign what? films myself. And having it not be in English made it a little more work to follow because you have to read everything. Um, but that being said, you, you didn't lead me astray for, for a foreign film. It, it was not bad. It was actually a decent film. Um, found footage films tend to get lazy and, you know, I get a little nauseous watching them and frustrated by the, the limited shots in found footage films. This one did a good job though, giving a good vantage point, good, good views, good shots of the action happening. I mean, visually, it was a good film. The trolls were not as cheesy as I was expecting. I mean, they're still pretty cheesy, but they look like trolls. Trolls! I gotta say, guys, I I I kind of liked it. For an independent film, I think the 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 graphics are surprisingly uh, not necessarily realistic, but just believable. Um, you know, if you just kind of allow your suspension of disbelief to go out the window a little bit and just be like, all right, I'm in for a, I'm, and, and that's the, the way you got to look at any of those found footage films like Cloverfield or whatever. Like every, every one of those, they're not a movie. They're just a thrill ride. And that's also how I kind of look at this movie, especially the fact of like, they're not speaking English. So in my opinion, it's like, let's just say you went on a trip to Norway. Just put yourself in that mindset. You're, you're in Norway. You don't know what anybody is saying. And you end up hanging out with these people and they're like, yeah, come with us. And you're like, I thought we were going to a bar. And then they actually end up going chasing this guy that's hunting trolls. And then you're in the middle of it like, what, what, what's going on? So, yeah, I really enjoyed it. I thought it was really fun. Another element I really like about this movie is the conspiracy aspect. It's a total conspiracy movie. You've got this TTS or TSS, they call it the Troll Security Service this guy works for and it's his job to go out and kill trolls basically and he has to fill out these tss reports after every troll kill and you've got the government trying to cover it up but the best part of the movie for me guys not not only the 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 yelling of troll but the blasting on the speaker of what a friend we have in jesus 
to piss the troll off and make him chase after the truck. <laughs> it's amazing because trolls hate Christians. So the guy that blasts over a loudspeaker, what a friend we have in Jesus, and it pisses the troll off. That was just too much fun. Yeah, that's pretty awesome. Yeah. Also the fact that in that universe job that exists where whenever a troll sighting happens, you go out and plant a dead bear. <laughs> yeah. Well, I will say, yeah, I'm with you, Caleb. I, I think I kind of like this one. Yes, but I, I think it's kind of funny that so far, for second week in October, we're picking really sort of out there, weird, not that typical horror movie. So That will change I'm, next week, my friend. Yeah, well, that's what I, I was going to say. I'm excited to see what next week will we're we're easing we're easing in and warming up to Halloween, so we're, we're getting there. So I'm going to be home next week, and I'll be on a good microphone and able to actually watch movies. That's awesome. All the horror films I want. Yep. All right. For anybody who wants to see Troll Hunter, it is on Netflix. You can find it on Netflix. Um, it's probably other places, right, guys? I watched it on it's Netflix. Still on Netflix. Yeah. All right, so check out Troll Hunter. I, I give it a a decent thumbs up, and we'll see what what magic next week holds. We'll have a new monster of the week. We'll have a new movie for the week. And uh, until next time, guys, uh, feel free to shoot us your recommendations for horror movies. We're always looking for new horror movies to watch. We're all fans of horror movies. Um, and being October, I love to load up on as many as possible. So feel free to shoot us your suggestions for great horror movies. And great can be subjective. It can be crappy great. They can be actually great. They can be terrifying, uh, comical, whatever. We love them all. So shoot that our way. So we'll leave you with that. And I guess uh, we'll see you in the future. Bye. Bye.